Hey, great day. So before we get into today's podcast episode, I have a huge announcement. We are bringing back the Abundant CEO Private Practice Bootcamp. This is a three-day virtual party that I'm inviting all mental health therapists that either want a private practice in the next six to 12 months, or you already have had a private practice, maybe for the last year, five years, or even over a decade, but you want to understand wealth and cash flow in your company. You want to learn how to show up as a CEO and work more on your business versus in your business. Maybe you want to assess the health and the wealth of your current or future private practice to really see if you're on the right path to increasing your revenue, to growing your practice, maybe to streams of income later, or maybe even a group practice. Bottom line is you will walk away from this three-day bootcamp clarifying and understanding your niche, understanding how to show up as an abundant CEO, and most importantly, assessing the health of what you believe is a profitable private practice. So head down to the show notes and go to the link drtk.com forward slash links and sign up for the bootcamp. I'll see you there. Now let's head into the podcast episode. Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one business coach for therapists. So in today's episode, I want to continue talking about manifestation hacks that I've experienced in my life. And I specifically want to share with you how I was able to manifest not just upgraded seats on another flight, but also I was able to manifest access to a New York office, which is a big deal because technically I became bi-coastal on accident. (laughs) Okay. So as stated in the previous podcast episode, I want to continue to share some manifestation hacks that I've experience over the last few years that I believe has significantly impacted my personal life, outlook on wealth, and just enjoying life and, of course, up-leveling my business. And so in this episode, I will share how in a week's time, I manifested upgraded Delta One seats. That's right. Delta One, you know, the ones where you lay all the way down, you have your own bed, and it's on a whole new level I'm going to say beyond first class, okay? So I'm going to take you back to September of 2018. Um, I seriously believe that my son Avery flew so many places for free because we can put him on our lap. And so um, it was my birthday and I really wanted to go to New York. We tend to go to New York or we did um, two to three times a year. I really miss New York right now in 2021. I cannot wait to get back out there. But um, we typically go out there two to three times a year. And I decided to make the fall trip part of a birthday trip for myself. And so as stated in the previous episode, number 106, when I was talking about manifesting a tickets to Walt Disney World for a family of five, is I again paid for regular seats and I did not review it every day, but I did know that this flight would be a little bit different because depending on what flight you get via Delta, some flights will offer... Um, Delta One, and some of them will offer uh, Delta First Class and not Delta One. But I really believe by my research, it depended on if you had nonstop versus 
um, some stops and I prefer nonstop. So there was the Delta One option. There was not even a first class option. So I got really excited. I read the reviews. I looked at various videos. I watched YouTube reviews and I was really just excited to experience something new. So just like the last episode, I pulled out that gold card. I put a picture on my phone. I put a picture on the gold card and I said that I would manifest a Delta One flight to New York for my birthday, even though we didn't have as much prep as we did previously with the Walt Disney World trip. But I did know that in the next 60 to 90 days, I wanted to go to New York and fly Delta One. So I also looked up like hotels and what I ended up stumbling across is a mini suite in a hotel that is five stars in which it had a kitchenette. And that was a blessing because we had had my son. And again, he was about six months old at this time. And so we really needed a hotel room that was big enough where we can move around with a toddler or I'm gonna say an infant at that time and be able to store away food and have a microwave. And so every single hotel that I stayed in in New York, except for one, all of them were, I swear, the size of my therapy room and they had no amenities. I would have to get up, go downstairs, wait on these long elevators that everybody would try to squeeze into that were hella small. And it just was not suitable for a infant. And so I made the gold card, I put it up and I started to believe that that flight was already manifested. I let go of the how and I just believed that I was sitting in that Delta One seat and I had already manifested that flight. But again, I feel like God was already showing me how real this is by allowing me to even manifest a mini suite for half the price. And the reason why I know we got a good deal is typically that room that we got actually was almost 400 bucks a night and we end up getting it for like $180 a night right? So again, as usual, my gold card didn't fall down, but my gut told me one day, why don't you check the flights? You need to check the flights. It's been long enough, girl, check the flights. And same thing happened. The price went down for the upgrade. So your girl went ahead and used my Delta card to get those points. And then I wanted to surprise my husband, go figure, even though it was my birthday. So, um, but that's just, I, I like surprising people. So we got to the airport, we dropped off our eldest son to school. We, you know, got the baby. We actually dropped the car off that time. We didn't do any type of car service. And then we headed to the airport. So as we were getting closer, his cousin, the one that flew with us before, he knew what I had done. And he was like, oh my God, I cannot wait to see his face because he's also the cousin that I would run gifts by, that I would pretty much tell him all the surprises because he was able to hold water, if you get me. So I text the cousin and I said, can you text my husband to tell him to look at his phone? Because what I did is I text my husband a picture, like I made a collage of the seat. And I said, um, this is your seat going to New York, something like that. And it was of a guy like laying down, literally, I wanted him to see the whole bed situation, right? So I kept saying like, you know, have you talked to so-and-so? Cause I was really just trying to hint at, pull out your damn phone. And he was like, no, I'll check it when I get to the airport, when we get past security, it's not a big deal. We on vacation. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I text the cousin and cousin texted him. And then I act like the cousin was texting me. And I said, hey, so-and-so said, check your phone. And so he checked the phone and he checked the cousin's text first. And the cousin said, hey, check your phone. I heard you about to turn up or something like that on this flight. And he was like, ah, oh, it ain't nothing. You know, we should go to New York and have a good time like we always do. And so his cousin was like, oh, so you ain't seen your other message? 
And so my husband went to the other message and he just looked at me and was like, what the heck did you just do? But more in shock, not in madness or anything. And I said, you like that, don't you? Because I had showed him the bed and he was like, oh, that's super dope. I can't wait. You know, we need to put some money to the side. And I was like, yeah, that's already handled. Like in the back of my mind, right? So I said, surprise, like on the bus. It was like a rental car place that we parked our car at. And I'm on the bus like, surprise. He was like, what the heck? How did you do this for your birthday? I said, don't trip. And we got an infant. We need to be a little bit more uh, spaced out, right? Because this this little boy wasn't short. You know, Avery's long. And so he was like, oh my God. So then (laughs) we experienced a whole new level of a check-in. So typically, even when you go to first class, the bag, uh, you know, you can't still go over 50 pounds, right? So what we typically do is we bring an extra two duffel bags that we can fold up and put in our bag because as part of being a Delta credit card holder, you're able to, for each person who has a ticket, you're able to get a free bag check for free. But I know because we're shopping, I wouldn't mind paying coming back for those extra duffel bags if we have to check them in, but we can probably put them on the plane. I wouldn't mind paying for them because we were able to go shopping. So we got to the airport and that's when they were really, really in the beginning stages of remodeling, especially the Delta side. And so when we went in, we were like, they said on my ticket, I go to Delta One, but I didn't see any form of like a Delta One sign. So someone came up to me and said, oh, here is where you go right here. It, it was like in the corner, literally looked like something that if it was outside, you would probably never walk in there because it just looked like it was in a cut. So man, when we hit that corner, I was like, Lord, where have you been? It was literally a decked out lounge and it was a temporary lounge where they had snacks, drinks, popcorn, leather couch that you can chill at in order to check in and hell, just chill there until I guess it's time for you to go upstairs or something, kind of like a mini lounge. And so when we got to the line, you know, we're taking pictures, I'm doing videos of all these things. And then when we checked in the bag, I knew that because I put the baby stuff in mine, in my suitcase, I knew that I was like at 53 pounds, right? So as soon as my husband put it on the scale, I said, man, take out your duffel bag. So the guy saw us literally in front of him without prompts, We were actually unpacking the bag and shifting stuff into the duffel bag that we were supposed to use to go shopping. And he was like, what are you doing? And I said, I need to get it below 50 pounds, right? Hey, I got to learn somewhere. This is my first time, you know, flying Delta One. He said, ma'am, you can get a bag up to 75 pounds. Girl, you flying Delta One. That's how he said it to me. And I said, oh my Lord Jesus, thank you very much. So we piled back everything in there. And I said, now that I know, I'm a for sure remember that next time I come to New York. So anyways, we check in our bags and then we're just consuming the atmosphere. Now we did get there early because they did say we had to check in in another location and they did tell us to get there earlier just because of all the construction that happens at LAX during that time. And so we had about an hour and a half to kill because we actually did not even need to stand in security that long because again, we were fast tracked to the front because we were not only first class, but we were Delta One. So as we went to security, of course, that took a little bit of time when we got to the front because you got to bring down the stroller. They got to check the breast milk, like all this stuff. Oh my God, flying with kids. 
But we got through, you know, in a decent amount of time where we were able to get like Starbucks and just hang out and just, you know, people watch, I guess, and play with the baby. So um, they told us that we would, you know, get on the plane first, no matter what, because we also had the baby and, you know, of the class. And so as they were about to board, they literally let us on first. And when we got on, it was a black stewardess and I just felt like he felt our energy, right? So he, I think he saw our face in awe because we were like, oh my God, this looks so much spacious. And he was like, you know, here are your seats because we purposely chose seats where we were side by side, but we were in the middle because it was a plane where it had like the two aisles. So we chose the seats in the middle. That way we can, you know, see everything. We also chose the one that's against the wall because we knew we had the baby. We didn't want nobody behind us. Behind us, it was like the coat closet, the stewardess, another area, and then the restrooms, you know? So um, we were the first ones on the plane, honestly, for about 15 to 20 minutes. So the stewardess came up to us and he saw me like doing Instagram stories. So he said, do you want me to take y'all a picture? And I wish you could see my face. <laughs> and he was like, you want me to see y'all a picture? And we take y'all picture. And I said, yes, please. So we took the picture and it just lit up my light to, you know, expose my child to it because he had never experienced this, of course, ever. And then, um, of course, to expose my husband to it as well. But me too, you know, just soaking up the experience of being able to manifest a awesome experience on a new level plane. So it felt good. And also when we got to New York, it felt different because this time we didn't plan anything. I didn't go out there for a conference. We literally just went. We didn't have any type of um, tourist sites to see. Hell, we didn't see it at all many a times. You know, we just want to enjoy the city, take the baby, and just enjoy New York life, you know? And so while we were out there then, because <laughs> we were out there for about mm, five days, so one day, I think it was like maybe the third night, something got into my head. Oh, that's what it was. I was doing a challenge and every day I went live in the room and then I did a series of emails and I was telling people to get something of what I was offering like at a ridiculously low price back then. And so I was really like, I guess, taking in the effects of being in New York at the time and being able to work. And it just felt good, you know? So one night I'm laying there and something tells me in my gut, why don't you look up the website of the office that you have in California to see if they have a sister office in New York? Cause I had never looked up the map in the list. So I looked at the list and I found two, I think it was like two office locations located in New York, but depending on where you are in New York, I mean, they can be very far apart from each other. So I woke up the next morning because I told my husband what I was doing, but he didn't think nothing of it. So I woke up the next morning and I said, we're going to look at an office. He said, an office for what? And I said, to go look for an office for me. I'm about to become bi-coastal. And he said, oh my God, you taking this manifestation stuff to a whole nother level. I said, get dressed, right? So I did my live video. We got our son dressed. And then I just said, just, just go with me. Okay. And then we'll go to Soho or whatever later. So we um, just walked. It was a good walk, but we walked down to Fifth Avenue and I fell in love, not just with the office, but with the scenery. It was a super cool location right off Fifth Avenue. It was a dope manager. She even said like, you know, we don't really have, but maybe one, I think therapist in here. So you would definitely um, not have a problem getting clients in this area. And I really didn't know if I was looking to expand my private practice at the time, but I would consider it, right? And so um, I just looked at it as what is actually possible. So 
I then started offering, of course, coaching to the public. And I had a one-on-one client at the time and she was in New York. So what I end up doing, and when I say that things happen right on time, that was in September. She joined my program. I had a, a call with her at the end of the year. And then I said, to make sure that you know that I'm the good match for you, because I'm all about good matches and with energy, I want you to show up for my January kickoff call where I'm going to be talking about the services that I offer in my program. And you'll also be able to see my teaching style like in full effect. So she was like, okay, I'm there. So she showed up and right after that, she hit me and she was like, I'm ready. Right. And she had been following me for a while. Her name is Dr. Rochelle. Hey, Dr. Rochelle, she'll hear this. She'll be like, oh my God, I got another shout out. So um, and now she's in my elite coaching program and she was in the Dope Therapist Academy. So she's done one-on-one with me. She's done the group coaching programs with me and I cannot wait to see her growth. And so I had at the time before actually she said yes, I had made a manifestation client board. And I said for my first cohort of the Dope Therapist Academy in 2019, I want 12 clients. I I didn't want a lot because I wanted to make sure that I knew that the program was going to transform their private practice, right? So um, I set out to get 12 clinicians and guess what? I manifested literally 12 clients and guess who was on there? Her name wasn't on there, but a therapist who was a school therapist, psychologist who was from New York that was African-American was actually on my manifestation board, right? So I told her during our coaching sessions, because they were all virtually online, as I said, hey, um, what are your plans in April? I know you got spring break. Are you doing anything? And she was like, no. And I said, oh, well, I have to attend um, a workshop out there with my coach, because you know, I told you I like to go out there a lot. You know, and she was like, "Uh uh-huh. And I said, so we're going to have your coaching session in New York. And she was like, oh, how how was that? And I said, I'm coming out there in two weeks. right? And she was like, what the heck? So she called off work. I hope her employee don't hear this, but she called off work and she came and we spent about four hours together. I would call that an intensive one-on-one session, which I do now, even for my elite coaching clients, that when the world opens back up a little bit more and I'm able to travel again, wherever I'm at, my elite coaching clients, the VIP clients will be able to meet with me wherever I am. So I was able to meet with her one-on-one. It was epic. It was fun. And Also, I was able to go back to utilize the same office space. Just because I did not expand my private practice out there, I did recognize that I was attracting a lot of individuals from the East Coast. So why not use my office? And now to date, I've used that office a total of three times, but it feels good to know that I have a space to be able to offer my services and somewhere where I can meet my clients in a comfortable space where I also know management because that's literally the sister office to the office that I have in California. And even though I don't physically have my office space here, I still use it for my mailing and postal service. So I went back in September. I scheduled five people to come out for a workshop. I'm gonna say three people came, one person came for half of the day and then had to go to work, but they were able to also experience the hot seat. And the hot seat is where my clients get to sit in the hot seat, ask one specific question about their business. And then whoever's in the room, we all dive into their business. And so it was me, the two women who were there on the very last day, which is Dr. Rochelle and Gina I'm from New York as well, along with my assistant at the time. And we were able to give so many tips and tools for their business that they were just so enthused with how their business was about to skyrocket and take off from that point. So they were able to give me awesome feedback. And I will say that that started my run for really diving into this coaching work, but putting it out there in the public. 
because again, I had been doing it for a while, but it wasn't until I was able to leave California as well, see clients online and actually tell people what I did that I saw my business grow. But it all started from a manifestation hack, putting things on a goal card, letting go of the how, believing that it is already done, and then surprising my clients with bonus sessions, okay? Having a sister office satellite office be bi-coastal and offer my services in New York to then hosting events in New York and in various states. And then from there, guess what happened? They said, I really want to do something like a retreat. And I said, that's funny that you say that because I really want to host a retreat because I like throwing parties. That was in September. Do you know? that by November 11th of that year, I was hosting a retreat in the Hollywood Hills. Three women were able to come. One of them was Gina, another one was from Texas, and another one was from California. And that was epic as well. So I do believe that the universe gives you signs and gives you ideas, and it's more about what you do with them, meaning are you going to execute the ideas or are you just going to entertain them and then allow them to kind of just stay on a to-do list? So I want you to tap into what is actually possible for you. So I know that I mentioned the Academy. The Academy, the enrollment is opening back in February, 2021. If you want to get on the wait list, make sure that you are on my VIP list, meaning do you get emails from me about podcasts, for example? That means that you're already on the list. But if you want to specifically get on the DTA list, just head over to drtk.com forward slash DTA or click on DTA. You can check out some success stories. I would highly encourage you watch the short videos from my clients, read about the testimonials on the success page. And if you feel like it is a good match for you, then by all means, get on the list. I will also be having a prosperous private practice three-day free boot camp at the end of January. So if you hear this podcast episode by that time, then make sure that you get on that list and simply go to the link in the show notes, but it's drtk.com forward slash PPP prosperous private practice, and get yourself on that list because you do not want to miss this epic information because we are living in different times right now. And the private practice uh, structure that we were teaching one and two years ago It changed a little bit, not the framework, but more so how our marketing and services are delivered because we are working strictly online right now in majority of states. So if you want to learn how to pivot brand and market your private practice, and you want to break through some massive mindset shift blocks to be able to get paid your worth, to be able to have your ideal schedule and have no caps on how much money you can bring into your household and into your business, I would highly encourage you to check out those links in the show notes. Also, make sure you check me out on Instagram. Engage with me. I really want to talk back to you. I post some awesome content about branding and marketing your business. And until the next episode, I will see you then. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle.